Giselle loved the, the boys. boys. <laughs> no, we were rebels in the sense that we would, you know, maybe hike it up, like nice. hold it one. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about the rock, aren't you? She wasn't behaving. Oh my god. I'm a little wounded. So welcome back to the Meet Match and Make Friends podcast. Today we have two brand new guests on. So I'm going to have you guys introduce yourselves, give a little spiel about you. Hi, I'm Giselle Vasquez. Um, what do you do? Oh, What's okay. Some I'm hobbies, a, anything. I'm a therapist and I like to watch television. <laughs> and you? My name is Maria. I'm an accountant by trade, but that's not really what I do. Um, I have two children. Uh, Chris and Lauren live in Texas, and Elliot lives here with us in California. And I love to crochet and read. That was a good spiel. Wow. She gave a good bio. She's a pro. Yeah, seriously. All the podcast I do, you know. Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> you're a natural. Um, okay, so basically, we just want to know how you guys met. So maybe before you guys met each other, where were you at in life? Like your age range? What were you going through? Where were you at in life before you met me at 11? <laughs> 11. <laughs> at 11 years old. Oh. Where were you at in life? So, before, so Giselle and I met when we we were both in sixth grade, and we were attending St. Amedeus Catholic Elementary School. Shout out to St. Amedeas. <laughs> <laughs> Linwood, California. It's Linwood, okay. Um, and so I was, you know, at Here. the old age of 12, <laughs> I think. Um, so, yeah, my parents wanted to put, wanted to raise us in a, uh, you know, Catholic environment or a, a private environment, private school environment. And so that's where I met Giselle in sixth grade, Sister Jones class. Oh, Was that your first year? That was your first year in, mm -hmm. in junior high school at St. Amedeus? I didn't call, think it was junior high school, but yeah, well, that was my first yeah. year there. So that was my first year also. Mm -hmm. And um, we, had, we had moved from, gosh, I think San Diego. And we moved into Southgate, the border of Southgate and Linwood. And my parents, when it's in me and my twin brother, took Catholic school. So we were the youngest in our family. And so they sent us there. Did you go to Catholic school before? No. Okay. no were I was, you Catholic? <laughs> yeah, I was, okay. <laughs> I was raised Catholic. My father was Protestant, but okay. my mother raised us Catholic. Like we had, our, I had all, all the sacraments. Okay. Up so to you that knew point. what was going on. Well, not school. School's way different than Catholic, you know, like just going to, you know, like being a... She's not sure. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think, I don't know about other Catholics, but I know in my family, the Latino Catholics, mm -hmm. like on my mom's side, it was like, you only go on Sundays. Mm -hmm. You only go, you know, you go on holidays only. You don't even, you know, you're the best Catholic at... Right. And... Um, you know, at Christmas yeah. and Easter. When it counts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Holy was, days of obligation. Yeah, yeah that was the colors. kind of, yeah, that was the kind of Catholic we were. So, so what was Catholic school like? Um, well, I went, I went to public school up until then. So I don't remember, other than we had to wear a uniform and there was some biblical applications, but not much. I don't remember. Was the uniform a that. plus or a minus? 
Well, at the time, we probably felt it was a minus. But yeah. In retrospect, <laughs> it was a plus. Yeah. You know, you'd have to worry. You didn't have the conflict in yeah. what to wear and what's Were you cool guys like sprucing like up your outfits, though? Because I went to a private <laughs> elementary school and I would have, it's so bland, the mm-hmm. outfits they put you in. Mm-hmm. So I would be like, and here's my neon pink jacket that I wear <laughs> over my very bland outfit. That's Is true. that how it was? No, we were rebels in the sense that we would, you know, maybe hike it up, like nice. fold it once. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, or nice. um, I would wear shorts because I like to play kickball. Okay. So I'd wear shorts underneath the it and the shorts girl. with long. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Kickball and volleyball. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. A lot of sports. Well, the, yeah, we didn't have anything else to do. They made us wear, do yeah. volleyball during And we had uh, concrete. Oh, concrete and grass and stuff like that. Oh. We're in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Who is libero diving on the floor on the concrete? Or do we you all do like all do the positions? Dove, yeah. really. Okay, okay. <laughs> Volleyball back then was yeah. intense. <laughs> Seriously though. Okay, but we didn't wear those little tiny shorts the back then. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did it on break. I mean, we did no, it but in, I'm so, even like in high school, yeah. our, our teams didn't have those kind of shorts back then. Okay, yeah. was it an all girls school? No, did you see no. that? Yeah, oh, the yes. boys there too. The boys yeah. were there. Yes. Okay, so and Giselle loved the, the boys. boys. <laughs> really? Would you like to know? The yeah, no, I want to know of one of Giselle's first crushes. I do want to know. Let me see if I get this right. Start at eleven and name them all. <laughs> Flavio Soria. <laughs> Right? I he wonder if Argentina. he's out there. Oh, I'm sure. Actually, we saw we him. We see him on Facebook. No, I, I saw him about, oh gosh, 25 years ago. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He at, resurfaced. What, at a reunion or something? No, I don't know how, but he ended up at Sylvia's house and uh, he was there with some really tall Brazilian lady. Yeah, I think he has. Yeah. I've seen him on Facebook. He's got a yeah. wife but that's. Tall. That was her oh, first yeah. crush. So the ship has sailed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he so. broke his he broke his leg really badly in in junior high, oh, and geez. and he lived like two blocks over from me. I was there every day. Yeah, of course. Oh, poor Flavio. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> poor Flavio. That's your in. Okay, so yeah. you're in class. Do you get seated next to each other, and that's how you meet? No, I, I don't, don't remember. So. I mean, she was just. We were both new. I okay. don't remember her starting this first day of school. I thought you guys came in late. I would oh, say cool. I would say ask your mom, but duh. but I remember oh. you didn't start on the first day of school. I don't know why I remember that. Mm. So, um, but uh, the biggest memory I have of the year that we first met at school was one time um, I was put in charge of the classroom. Okay, and there's somebody that's in this podcast that <laughs> we all know it's not me. So. Would not. <laughs> What, what were you doing? She wasn't behaving. And so I said, if you don't behave, I'm going to have to put your name on the board. And so I put her name on the board, but I purposely spelled it wrong because I knew it would irritate her. Because she wasn't I behaving. That's what tone. she gets. Yeah. yeah. So I spelled her name G-I-Z-Z-E-L. One L? One L, two Zs. Yeah. I don't have two yeah, Zs in my name. pretty bad. So I just, <laughs> that's but I did on pretty purpose. bad. So. <laughs> it's kind of a slap in the face. But the, best, <laughs> but the best thing about being friends with Giselle, see if Giselle knows what I'm going to say. I do. Go ahead. You <laughs> talk about The Rock, aren't you? No. Oh, <laughs> now you have to talk yeah. about The Rock. Yeah, I will. <laughs> sure. But I'm not sure if it's the same rock star. You don't remember what was the best thing? No, what? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm a little wounded. Yeah, how do you not know? (laughs) So, 
Giselle, How am I not a mind reader, you mean? Giselle and, and Gabe, her twin brother, had the most amazing... Still, still <laughs> After this know. podcast, we may be breaking up. <laughs> um, mad Magazine oh, Collection. Yes, yeah, that was oh. my Mad Magazine Collection. Oh, so you were cool. Oh, she was the hippest. I would go in I there had for a 98 and, Mad Magazines. 98. Oh, yeah. Was that like you get a subscription back then where they would mail it to your house or did you have to go buy them? Remember. No, my my dad loved going to garage sales and mm. things like that. I didn't know that. And we That's would find them. We would Anywhere. find them and I just loved them because they were funny and... Do you know what med magazines are? Sarcastic. Yeah, and these... Was, well, maybe I don't, but are okay. these the ones that you're filling in things? No. no. So I'm thinking of Mad, Mad Libs. Libs. Yeah. Right. No, this... It, do you Have you ever heard of Alfred E. Newman? No, I'm so small. I have to look them all up after this. Yeah, anyways, so she had the most amazing map uh, magazine collection. So I would go over there and just read. And Maria was hilarious because she'd come to my house. We had, my brother and I had bunk beds Mm -hmm. and he'd go sleep somewhere else and she'd be on the top bunk and I'd be on the bottom bunk and she would just, she knew how to destroy a room like nobody's oh. business. <laughs> no, you did. You did. It was hilarious. Just, like, make it a she, mess. she had magazines everywhere. Oh, she yeah. was like, I want to read the magazines, and all I would just. The she just spread them yeah. all over the, all over the, all over the bedroom, <laughs> and it was just hilarious. I mean, she cleaned up when she was done, but yes. it just was. Was Gabe pretty over it, or he was like, Nah, I'm just letting them do their thing. I don't know. Gabe. He kind of hung with us. Yeah, did yeah. he? I think I so, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Selector memory. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so she has all these magazines, and you start to be— Wait, wait, wait. I need the rock story. <laughs> yes. What was the rock story? <laughs> I want to hear her version of the rock no, story. No, I just remember I made her a gift, and when I was a little kid in Blythe, when I was very young, like six years old, we moved many times, and Blythe was one of them. And one of the things my mom would do with us would they had the most beautiful big river rocks because Blythe is near the Colorado River. And so there was big, huge river rocks that are flat as can be, and they're just gorgeous. And my mom would, we'd have activities like painting rocks activity. Yeah. And so I was good at painting rocks. So, mm-hmm. so when Very we talented. became friends, <laughs> when we became friends, I actually painted her a rock and gave her a rock. Very soon. How did that feel for you? Good. Well, actually, what what was more meaningful, and I still have it. I think I have one of the rocks, too, because I remember it's purple. But um, I just sent this to her a couple months ago, and she forgot. Oh. Uh, right? And I'm going to show you a picture. But she made me a bookmarker, and she drew Bambi on it. Oh. And I still have it. It says Maria Beeson. When? Like, what age? Sixth grade. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. tender. <laughs> so, okay, so you're obviously friends. She gave yes. you a rock. You have all the cool magazines. Yes. You can't help it. Yes. <laughs> then from there, what is, like, going to junior high together like? Like, do you guys have memories of what you would do other than the magazines? Like, do you guys have school dances? Do you have memories of that? Catholic school. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no school. We did school. have school dances. We did. I went to a school dance, and I— Giselle had yes, school dances. I, I don't know where you were at. I, yeah. She had them. I My went, parents were very strict. <laughs> I went to a school dance. What school I danced dance? with John Middleton. I danced with John Middleton to Saint, to uh, Hey Jude. Lucky John Middleton. Yeah. But where where would we have had— it, it, In the cafeteria. It was in the cafeteria. We had two of them. I remember two of them. Do you remember did who I were there? Go? 
I don't know if I remember anything. I don't remember going. I didn't know we had Why any. would I go by myself, though? That seems... Well, you went with John. <laughs> I did. Obviously. No, no, I danced with John. Yeah, I didn't danced. go with John. Oh. No, I didn't go with John. So, do you guys have, like... Are you both, like... You sounded sporty. Which is funny, because I... Well, I guess I was. I was very kinda. sporty, yeah. I was more athletically... And what are you doing? Like, are you... I was adored. Painting rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but are you, like, very academic interested, boy interested? It kind of sounds like maybe. Hmm, that's, that's interesting. Well, I was kind of a geek. What does so, that mean to you? Well, it means I was dorky. I was really awkward. and Weren't we all in junior high, though? She thinks she was. Well, that was my version yeah. of it, is that I was really awkward yeah. and not... You know, I wasn't cool and Through stuff like that. Through high school or only junior high? Um, both. Okay. <laughs> probably both. I was probably a little more well-known. I, I don't know if the word popular is a word I would use for high school. But I, I mean, was, was well-known. Maria was popular. You know, Even in junior high, she got she got very popular. Um, Quickly. In, even in junior high. Yeah. And she you was, were All popular. the boys loved her. Really? Oh, my gosh. So maybe that's why you're boy crazy. Because there were so many around, following Marie around. <laughs> I had a sit. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I remember, so we went to, so six, so it's hard to say junior high, because I just think of it as elementary and high school. Yeah. Right. But sixth, seventh, eighth grade is, we were both at Santa Medias. And then when we graduated from there, she moved to, to Norwalk. Norwalk. Oh. So she went to St. A different I mean, school. to John Glenn. I'm saying John, John Glenn. John Glenn in Norwalk, and I went to Pius Tent okay. High School in okay. Downey. So and she continued in in Catholic school, right. and I went to public school. Yeah, okay. so she had more yeah. fun. A rebel, um, yeah. <laughs> and so we would still we still kept in touch, contrary to what she tells the story. She's <laughs> oh. like, "Oh, you only stayed in touch with me because your mom made for birthdays made you." For Was birthday. that true? No, that's even not a true. little bit. Ask, would your mom out you? Ask my mom. Okay. My mom, I'll they, ask her. They can't make me really do much of anything. But um, no, no, it wasn't true. And she, but she thinks that to Not this anymore, day because it's going to be confirmed to this day. Talk to her mom. <laughs> yes, you can call my mom for a private we'll interview. We'll have her on the podcast. <laughs> no, I didn't send in front of my mom. My mom's like, no. Um, but we did keep in touch, you know, okay. throughout the years. And then, um, well, what were, high school. what were you doing in high school? You were just hanging out with other friends, doing your own thing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know. And your experience of Maria was like every once in a while she'd check in. Well, for sure, I got to go for the pineapple upside down cake on her birthday every year. Pineapple? Uh, that's No rum pers- cake. Sorry. It's Whoa. the rum cake. Wow, the cracks <laughs> in the mirror are coming out. No, it was rum cake, but it was. Wrong friend. It was Wrong upside friend. down cake, wasn't it? No, it's just rum. Just rum. Just rum. It was right side up. Oh, okay, okay. Rock grade and rum. <laughs> right side up cake. <laughs> okay, so you have memories of yeah. this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we, we stayed in touch, and then we graduated. And so Giselle didn't say this, but I'm going to throw this in. What Giselle does now today as a therapist, she was doing in high school and mm. even in grade school. She just mm. is naturally a, a very uh, nurturing so you knew even back then she was going to become. Does that make you feel that, known that or people. uncomfortable? No, that's sweet. Okay, I mean, that's. I think that's. But isn't it true? Yeah, yeah, it is true. Yeah, because yeah. I remember she told me one time. Yeah, I'm giving relationship advice, and yeah. I don't have a boyfriend yet. <laughs> I'd sit on the bus, yeah. and you know, going to the football games because I was in the band, and 
uh, a guy would come over and he'd say, yeah, my girlfriend just is, I'm having such a hard time. And I would just sit there and listen and I would say, yeah, maybe you should do this. I do remember that. I did that a lot. She was like born to be a therapist. It's such a funny topic because I was just on a road trip with two girls and they're, one's almost done with school to be school counselor. One is um, doing whatever the hours are, clinical hours or whatever. And I asked them that, like, what is the difference of like, do all your friends just come to you and you just never shut off? Like, how do you do that? And they both said that. They both were like, I would say most people before their therapist kind of naturally have some of the skill sets. And it's not that you're turning things off. It's like some things are natural to you, but then you have a difference between what is like in a session. I, I thought it was, I thought most therapists were like how she is, but she relayed recently that another friend of hers who is in that field is able to like cut it off or like yeah yeah so I, I thought that was interesting some people yeah. it's just a part of who they are some people yeah. can you know it's just my job's they over they just now don't I listen do when they're home yeah some people have clear boundaries and some people don't yeah, <laughs> yeah that's one way to think of yeah, it too huh yeah it's nice true. for us to be listened to though yeah so. that's very very true um okay so in high school you were mini therapist Helping your bandmates, mm-hmm. all that. Okay, you were flirt on the town. Oh, was popular? she ever? I don't think I was a flirt. <laughs> what would the boys I got say? Along, well, I they got along better with guys than I did girls. I mean, just as friends. Yeah. I was always, other than Giselle, in high school, one of my best friends was a guy. Okay. So, because, you know, girls are catty. and Ugo. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, is that... Because of something, or it's just like, are you close with a brother? Or I raised my brother. No, I think that boy, we're doing a psychotherapy session. Thank you, Carly. No, I never really cut it. I no, no, I never really (laughs) thought about it. There's probably an element there that that yeah. It's way yes. deep. Also, but yeah, probably that daddy was another issues. thing we talked about on the road trip was it's not that I have problems with women, but I'm definitely more, I'm slower. Like I would mm. say I'm more hesitant with women than I right. am with men. Mm-hmm. Sure. But that's obviously not like a, I, well, not obviously. I don't think it's innate to my personality. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a learned behavior, oh, okay. which means I can like learn to get, I can choose to be warmer when mm-hmm. I'm like pushing past stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm always curious. Okay. So. What was that like with your best friend? Like, what was that relationship dynamic? What, what was mean? his name? Oh, Hugo. 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 Oh, he's just, he's Hugo. He's schmo. Do you, you still know? talk to him? Yeah. yeah I really? Still, yeah. I, I've, um, we still, you know, annually, if not a little bit more, meet with our grade school friends. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah we do. From, Is, do yeah. you guys think that that's normal for, like, your age group? I don't know. You know, we've had some, in our in my high school group, we've had some discussions about this. And I really believe a lot of it is because we had a faith-based education. Yeah, it's different. Um, that uh, There's we, something we, to bond over. Yeah, there's, whether it's faith or, I don't know. We, we, I have this one friend, she's um, going to write a study about this. And she keeps saying, no, it's not that. Because we had a, a culturally diverse, you know, yeah. high school. And we didn't really see color. It's yeah. kind of weird. And so we were discussing this at another friend's uh, funeral. And uh, she she was interviewing everybody and asking, why do you think we've all remained blah, 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 blah. And so mm. a couple of us said, well, probably our faith, you know, yeah. that plays a part in it. She's like, no, 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 that's not it. That's <laughs> yeah, not that has to be off the table. Yeah, obviously. so I think, I think that that was part of it. What so. do you think? 
I mean, I have friends. I, I'm not in touch with any of my elementary school friends, but the ones that we mm-hmm. talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, it was, I don't know that it was faith-based. I mean, I, mm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still friends with people from high school now. Maybe you're just both loyalist personalities then? Could be. Well, that like when yeah. you choose people, you just stick to. Mm-hmm. And there's varying degrees too. You know, some yeah. I'll only see They're once a year. They're not your best friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's some, you know, like my high school friends. Yeah. We get together once a month. Was it like into college or mid-20s? Was there a time where you weren't close with these people or weren't really talking to them and then you kind of circled back? Totally. Oh, yeah. 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 Because, you know, you go through when you have your kids and this, yeah. marriage, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, you know, you have your first reunion and you kind of reconnect. Reconnect. So. Right. So 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I feel like being in the mid-20s to 25 range, like, it can feel like you're kind of changing friends all the time. Yeah. You know, you have mm-hmm. your closest few yeah. or, like, family or mm-hmm. spouses or whatever, but especially out of college like that I've watched a lot of in the 20s friends Mm. go through that where it feels like gosh why can't I just keep a friend group and everyone's moving everywhere and Mm -hmm. like I think it can be really encouraging to hear you guys have so many close connections Mm -hmm. that you weren't always talking to each other every day Mm -hmm. but that you can come back to these places yeah, and the, and life too because first season Giselle lived up north. Mm-hmm. How many years? A couple years. Probably a total of like maybe four. Yeah, and then Three or four, and then you were in San Diego again. Oh, and then I went to San Diego, Diego for a year or two. Yeah, and so you know, and so I mean, back then you didn't. It was. Yeah. Recorded phone. Yeah. You know. You're not going and so on we Instagram. Would in touch. I don't remember if we pin pelled too awful much. I don't remember uh, that. Not really. much. It was more phone calls and stuff like that. And maybe not like as we... often or as frequent, but we always always connected. Yeah. And it was, and then when we would see each other, it would just, you know, right kind of be girl. like normal. Yeah. But you know, you have different seasons in your life and uh you know, she was busy with school, raising a family. We were running a business, raising a family. So but um you know, she's family, so yeah. she's not even friend. And the joke used to be when she would come to the house, because she, she would stay with us a lot. Um, Giselle, it's time to do dishes. Why have to do dishes? <laughs> You're family. <laughs> That's so funny. So that is the joke. Yeah. I have to make it up for like 50 years worth of dishes. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I think it's and you go through different seasons, too, yeah. you know, uh, in your friendship and um where and it changes if that makes any sense yeah I was your gonna friendships ask, can change like how do you um you've been through probably a lot of those changes now mm-hmm. but like how do you balance not holding it against someone of like oh I don't hear from you because that's a conflict I think I a lot of people can go through is mm-hmm. one friend will be reaching out or mm-hmm. and someone's just like if you just had a baby you're not gonna be on your phone every you know like yeah. how do you balance those um changes with each other. Do you have thoughts about that? I think communication is is key. And Giselle and I do go through that. We go through different seasons where maybe she has more time. I don't. The vice versa. Mm -hmm. Or schedules can conflict. Like for a long time, um, she was only available on the weekends and I'm not because usually Brian's only home on the weekends. And so, yeah. And so, uh, no, no, I met my boyfriend. Just yeah. <laughs> just for the listeners, I have to clarify. Um, and so, but a lot of times, 
And it's, sometimes it's hard. To, I, it's probably sometimes harder for Giselle because I tend to be a compartmentalizer. Mm. And so a lot of times when different things are going on, yeah, it goes in that bucket and it it gets pulled away. Yeah. Well. And it's not as and hard so, for you, maybe. Yeah. You're not like constantly yeah. like nostalgic or like. Um, no, no. I just, I'm, I'm a worker. Okay. I'm a worker. And so I just, that's where I bury myself. Yeah. Just work, 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 work. So what is it like for you maybe? Or how do you go through those changes without just being like. Yeah, we just had this discussion. That's what's oh. kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a question. Well, just like <laughs> thoughts about changes in relationships and how you respond. Well, when you were talking earlier, we talked about uh, going, you know, up through high school. And then I think I feel like we got really close right after high school. We were just like inseparable mm-hmm. in our 20s, right? Yeah. In our 20s until, I mean, I moved. Well, I moved up it's north. No. Yeah. yeah, she moved up north. I moved up north. I got married. Yeah, and then oh, you no, got, first you had Greg. Greg, and then I went up there to and visit. And she went to visit me. And, yeah, it was really great. great. Little, tiny, yeah, baby. It was really neat. Yeah. And so so those are the things that we kind of just evolved together. I felt mm-hmm. like we kind yeah. of evolved together, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. I got married. She got married. I, she had kids. I had kids. Yeah. You know, we went through yeah. it together, but a part because I think you were up north for some, mm-hmm. when, you know, sure done, Greg yeah. and Mike were little yeah that's part of it too like evaluating when you're in the like younger phase of things is this something where we're kind of growing in the same direction Mm -hmm. or are we just growing in different directions and allowed to do that Mm -hmm. like I think that's where you can have those relationships where the ones that you're growing in the same direction you get closer through those times I feel like and the ones that you're growing in different ones they can be acquaintances that when you run into you're like happy to see them but Mm -hmm. maybe not the person you're calling all the time, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. feel like I don't know that we always grew in the same direction. Like mm-hmm. she became a Christian before I became a mm-hmm. Christian for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And then I I really wasn't a Christian, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think we weren't growing in the same direction, but I think there was always this uh, connection. Get emotional here. Aww. So there was just always a foundation of mm-hmm. we are family and this mm-hmm. is, we're always even if we're in different directions. Yeah. I'm going to cry too. Even if we're in different directions and different places in our life, like right now I'm divorced and she's married. And so that makes, that makes for change too, you know? I mean, you can't do the, like the double dates. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So there's sections that are maybe, you know, different. Yeah. 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 Maybe not as connected. And so, but I, I do feel like I, I have, faith in our relationship that mm-hmm. we always have that foundation like it doesn't matter if we go through these changes mm-hmm. we always do end up finding our way back to each other and maybe we talk about it maybe we don't and it just goes and changes yeah. and goes back and sometimes we talk about it and it's a discussion like yeah. she said it's a discussion and you know yeah. talking about what my needs are versus what her needs are where she is versus where I am you know and yeah. so that's the beautiful thing about it is just the foundation of it is like we're still our friendship we've like she said we're family i feel like we're family yeah and family's you know. fine and yeah. family's you know but and you're always you family it and but you're, you're always family i was gonna ask do you guys have conflict yeah yeah a we lot. do a lot. i feel we like do. you both not a lot i meant <laughs> <laughs> so much no i just meant like we've had over the course yeah, yeah. you do because if you don't then it's uh, not real. Yeah. It's like I feel like it's conflict. not real. People are fallible. Now, let me back up a little when Giselle said when I became a Christian. 
Um, uh, I've been a Christian, so Elliot's 30. So I've been a Christian about 27 years. Um, so when I became a Christian, unfortunately, I was a little bit on the legalistic side. Okay. And so at the time, now I'm going to get emotional. Um, we weren't, I, see, I don't want to blame my pastor. So what I will say is I wasn't a Berean and didn't search the word for my own self. And mm-hmm. so at the time, we didn't lose friends, but we were very um, like this. Tunnel vision, yeah. Yes. You drink, I cannot be your friends. I actually told, uh, I remember my sister-in-law told me this a couple years ago, um, that when when we, were, we had been Christians a while, that they would come over for like a, a family gathering holiday. And um, I said somewhere along the line, like, oh, like, how come we don't get to? She would say, how come we don't get together more often? I'm like, well, you guys aren't Christians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so Divisive, that. Yeah. I never said that to Giselle because she's family. But I could, you know, I look back and I cringe at that. But that's part of growing up and yeah, in, in your walk. But so stuff like that. And, and I know she felt. The distance. Maybe judged even. And I wasn't judging her. But I could see why people thought that or felt that. Yeah. So that that was one of those things where. You know, um, so it's really cool now because, um, you know, she knew my faith. My mom, too, I'm sure was instrumental in cramming it down her throat. Um, But um, it's it's cool now because we have that in common, that we can share that. You know, know, God is doing this and God is showing me that and the Holy Spirit is working in this area. And and now she understands. She understood it before, but now experientially she understands. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. What was that like becoming a Christian then? Like, were you praying for her for a long time? Oh, yeah. Um, My my mom and I have prayed for her and the kids too. Yeah. So Um, then for you, did you have like a moment where it all changed or... I feel like it was over a period of time, just like, uh, you know, again, slapped in the face with a lot of mm. bad things all at once. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, yeah. brought me the money, yeah. you know, kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. just kind of like, you know, when you're in that moment of, uh, I need help. Yeah. Where, where are you? That kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it was like, so it wasn't like this quick response or anything like that. It was just like, oh. I get it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then when the things like I used to think about it was I thought it was I used to say it was a season. You know, my father died and then a series of really bad things happened all at once yeah. from right when my father died to culminating with my mom dying. And, you know, like three years later, and it's like yeah. all in between. There was a lot of stuff. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Actually, the mom and then other stuff happened. Yeah. And so. All that bad stuff at one time. I used to say, "Oh, it's it was just a season. It was just like a bad season." But I remember walking down the street one day, and at this time I was a Christian, but I was walking down the street, and I, I was think I was thinking that I go on walks and stuff like that, and I was thinking, "Yeah, it was a season." Then I, it's like like dawned on me. I swear, it was like just getting slapped in the face with something. It's like it wasn't a bad season because it was good stuff inside of the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had my yeah. grandson and I got my own business and my yeah. mom left me her house. And yeah. it's like there was in the bad stuff, there was good stuff. And it was like, 
Thank you so much, God, for showing that to me, that in the bad stuff, there was good stuff. And that's just, that's like, that's life. It's yeah. not all bad. It's not all good. You know, yeah. it's just like a combination of the both. And, yeah. and I was so grateful for that moment to see, you know, see that there was more than just just chalking it up to yeah. a bad season that I don't want to ever think about again, you know? Yes. It wasn't like that because also good stuff came out of it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I feel like for, especially for the youth of today, I'm literally part of them, but I <laughs> am thinking about the like- Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish that we could even myself grasp that idea even, even more because it does so often, especially when a feeling comes up, feel like this is everything right now like this day is horrible or this moment is horrible Mm -hmm. and it's really easy especially because of that like we're expecting instant gratification so when we go through hard things it's like well that whole time sucked then Mm -hmm. instead of feeling like it was a part of the process and all these good things it can be both i just Mm -hmm. think can be both yeah i think that that's a very key thing, mm-hmm. especially in the growing up phase, your yeah. 20s, to mm-hmm. just remind yourself constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I have, especially when you're young, there, mm-hmm. I have a lot of days where I'm just like, everything, the whole world is melted. And it's not, it's both. Yeah. There's good and there's bad. Yeah. And, yeah, that's key. So, mm-hmm. see, the thing about it, though, is I do, when you're saying that, I really feel like it's... um It's like development, Mm -hmm. you know, and when you're in your 20s, everything's black and white, everything, it's all black and it's all white, you know, and it's like, there's not very much gray and it's like the 20 something year old brain can't fathom the the in between. And I really feel like, I feel like that's part of a little bit of a part of it. You're saying, you know, in that generation, you know, and so, I mean, I don't even know how old I was when I, you know, what was that like? Like 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 nine years ago, whenever yeah. it was, and I'm almost sixty. So you do the math, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. that's when I realized that. Yeah, it's like you know I can think about the bad stuff and know that there's good stuff that came out of the bad stuff. Totally, and that's about faith too, right? Yeah, isn't that about God? That totally. lesson of God that, yeah, you know. Yeah, and even just, like, I think those gray areas require having so much grace for yourself, mm-hmm. for people yeah. in your life. And that is a huge part of maturing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, along the way, you have to learn the skill of absorbing grace and giving grace. Mm-hmm. And I do think that it it tends to at least seem easier when I'm looking at a little bit further along in life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, even Michael being, he's like nine years on me and he has so much more grace than me that it really does like push me to want mm-hmm. to learn that skill now. Yeah. Because it, it does seem to make his life a little easier, like applying grace to himself and the people around mm-hmm. him. So, um, yeah, that's a very good point. And it's been kind of cool for me because not like I'm an old Christian hag, but there's <laughs> times when... Giselle will say something and she's just talking and she's like, oh, but then, and, and, you know, she'll give God the glory. Mm. And like, she's seeing that in every day. And, you know, when you're, you're Christian, you look for that when you kind of, you know what I'm saying? And then, so like, I'll hear and I'll be like, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of going back to that, your first love. Yeah. You know, it's so so refreshing. It's very refreshing. And you kind of reignite that that kind of passion. Totally. Okay. So covering so much ground, but talk a little bit about parenting. Like what's maybe some highlights that you have or some hard things that you've been through. I'll take either. 
Wow. Um, I know there's well, a lot. I got in to there. be there for Sarah's birth. Aww. Like there. <laughs> Like my mom and I, him. my mom and I were both there when Sarah was born. Oh wait, when born, Sarah was, was born. born, I was thinking Sarah's birth, like when oh, Sarah was born. Oh yeah. no! Okay, to, but, um, nobody got. Were to you even able to? Yeah, I saw um, it on video. Nobody oh, because it was during COVID. Yeah. yeah, just a little context that so this is Giselle's daughter's birth Sarah. that I was right. talking about. Yeah. yeah, but Maria is talking about Sarah's literal birth. Right, okay. my daughter. Yes, yeah. and so um, that was very special. I think. Um, so, one of the things that's probably helped me during a really tough time right now is how she really loves Elliot. Mm. And uh, she is his second mom. There's no doubt about that. And she covers the areas that I can't. Mm. Um, part of that's her, her – it's not her education, but I know those tools help him. Yeah. And he'll never listen to this, so I'm not worried about that. Of course, now that I said it, he's going to probably listen to it. But that <laughs> means so much, yeah, so much to me because he, she, he is her fifth child. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't have that closeness with her kids probably because I'm a workaholic. But I've later, or I'm probably um, closest, not by any means close, but closest to Olivia I think probably because she was the youngest. And so then I got out of my head more so. And and I'm trying to develop more of a relationship with uh, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And Mike. He's, he's easy. He's easy. Yeah, he loves me. You can him. never talk to him and yeah. he'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. No, but he loves me. He um, loves me. She said he loves me. And Greg is just, it's it's neat to see his arc. Yeah. Really, really been kind of cool. So, I'm yeah. so new to them all, but I feel like Sarah is so easy to like be around. Mm-hmm. Same with Aubrey. I mean, she's not a kid, but she's a cousin. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um, so easy to be around. David is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like all of your kids are just such quality humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Olivia is so they fun really to talk to. Like hearing her thoughts about life is just so interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Greg just does Greg, and I love it. Like mm-hmm. he just <laughs> is Greg, and I. He is his own thing, yeah. which is so fun. <laughs> Obviously, I love Michael, so I don't need to go on about that. <laughs> That's but, a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it says a lot about a parent to have such quality kids mm-hmm. that no outsiders like, like being around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ellie, yeah. I haven't met your daughter. No, she has son. another son. Well, I have, yeah. I so, haven't met them. So when I said Lauren, Lauren. No, she doesn't know about Shauna, though. See? Because oh, I always do that, too. That's right. So... Uh, Lauren is my daughter-in-law. Okay. Who's married to my older son, Chris. They live in Texas. Okay. Uh, Chris is, oh gosh, he's going to be 36. I'm so old. <laughs> and then my husband has a daughter from okay. a previous relationship. Her name is Shauna. And okay. she is 42. Wow. Have you met her? And then Elliot. Is oh, she yeah. around? Yeah. Okay. She lived with us for a few years and stuff yes. like that. And so, um, and then Elliot. Yeah, yeah, I haven't met the other two. Elliot yeah. is a delight, though. He I love when he's delight. at family events. He is, he's another one that I think he just really makes people feel comfortable around him. He's not like, or at least for me, I think I'm, he's a, pretty I chill. tend to be anxious yeah. as just my state of being. Mm-hmm. And he just chills me the heck out. I just mm-hmm. sit next to him and I'm like, wow, I feel like we don't even have to talk if we don't <laughs> want to, but I could and you'd be easy. Yeah. yeah he's just such an easy to love kid. He's, I don't know, kid, he's so much older than me. But <laughs> the other two I haven't met, but mm-hmm. I imagine they're delights. They're so, delights in their own way. They yeah, are sure. delightful. Yeah, yeah. They are. 
Um, so how has that experience been for you being so close to Elliot? Is that, does that feel like a special gift to you or like? Oh, for sure. When Elliot was little, um, I babysat him Mm -hmm. and Maria was so sweet. I, I don't remember. It was like a day or two a week or something like that. I would babysit him. Yeah, it was so sweet. No, no, because well, you didn't. She did you're the like baby. No, baby. no. What was sweet was I would. My kids were little. My kids were so they had little a kids, and so, but I would babysit him. He was a baby, and I would um, babysit him. And she would like bring me shoes from the Aww. store for my child. You know, as like you're babysitting my kid. No, <laughs> to give me anything but I thought it was really sweet and thoughtful that you know you'd always bring give me something for my children you know just like really thoughtful I thought it was really sweet that you did that Mm. so anyway (laughs) but I babysat him and um yeah for a little bit I mean Mm -hmm. it was a little bit Mm -hmm. and then um yeah I feel like it's been nice getting to be close to him. I, I wish that I was closer to Chris. I mean, I. Well, he lives far. Well, when like he was him. a little kid, I oh, wish yeah, that yeah. I had been closer to him. You know, yeah. I just. They're about five and a half years apart. Okay, yeah. So different. Yeah. So and he, when yeah. he was little, she was up north. Yeah, oh yeah, right. right, so you kind of yeah. missed parts. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so I do. I do wish that I had. I mean, because he's such a nice. Nice guy. He's such a nice man. He really he, is. He's turned he's a really into a nice man. Very and, nice man. Yeah, and so as is Elliot. Yeah, but I love being with Elliot. I just I love him, and I just love that he's so comfortable mm-hmm. being at my house, like yeah. just stopping by and hanging out for hours. And if Aubrey's around, man, he'll hang out for days. Yeah. You know, you know, and yeah. he feels the same way about Sarah and he feels the same way about Olivia yeah. and he's close to all. They really are like siblings. Yeah, like, totally. They grew up together. Yeah. Totally yeah. like siblings. And yeah. it's so funny when we have gatherings and stuff like that, we're like, they're like, they're like cousin, cousin photo and mm-hmm. Elliot gets, gets in up and, and gets they, in there all, and they all get in the there picture. and it's just. And the, no one thinks twice. Yeah. No, like but natural. he does. Yeah. It's like so I just love it. Yeah. I really, I do love it. And he's traveled with us. I think he went to Mexico, Mexico with us. Which so fun. Such funny stories about that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. So do you guys now, what does your relationship look like? Is it like, I know I saw you at the house hanging out the other day, but mm-hmm. like, are you doing that kind of thing where you're catching up here and there? You both seem pretty busy. Well, I think, um, so circumstances like Giselle's, you know, um, by herself, you know, because uh, the kids, a lot of the kids are, well, only Livy lives there now, huh? I forgot. Yeah, but she's gone a lot. Yeah. She's like, and so she's I find myself kind of in that same transition, you know, because yeah. Brian travels a lot. He's gone a lot. And so, um, um, so that's kind of funny how, you know, parallel, you know, your life can mm-hmm. get sometimes. Um what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, what does hanging out look like now for you? Oh, okay. So right now, um, I have a really demanding job, and it it several jobs. From part there. of it. Multifaceted job. Well, yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah. But it's my own doings because my boundaries when it comes to work aren't always great. They're getting better, but um, so what does it look like right now? Well, I th- we just had a conversation about it that, you know, sometimes when you have a long-term friendship, you kind of take it for granted. Yeah, totally. And so sometimes you don't, uh, uh, 
uh, nurture it the way you should. And sometimes yeah. I'm guilty of that. And so I, I was telling her about that. But right now, especially at the beginning of any year, is my busy time because of taxes, returns, right. and stuff like that. And We're I, nearing and I get swamped. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so that's kept me really, really busy right now. But uh, we try and, you know, we've traveled together. I went to her... My cousin's, cousin's house in Georgia. Yeah, so oh. we went, so that was fun meeting her My dad's kin side folk. Of the yeah, uh, so back there. So that was really fun. And um, you know, when we do birthdays, we try not to buy each other gifts. We try. Was that mine or yours? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it was yours. I turned. Is that your bedtime? <laughs> is that your bedtime? No. <laughs> it is. It's telling me start winding down. Guys, you're almost there. No, because my it'll. I don't use the phone after that. You know what? This is my funniest point. Michael and I were talking about last night because I'll go to bed at like eight or nine, Mm -hmm. and maybe I'm not asleep at eight or nine, but I have a whole nighttime wind down that I go through. And I was laughing last night because we both were just so wiped out from life, like have to go to bed now. We look at the clock and it's like nine. (laughs) And it hits me that his nephew, who is like just barely one, goes to bed later than us. (laughs) And I was like... Oh my gosh, we're falling behind. Like, we need to rally. We need to get up, get out there. But no, we went to bed. <laughs> That's like, I've gotten into the habit of eating earlier. Yeah. Because it's just better for my digestion. Yeah. So we'll eat around four or five. And sometimes I'll text Allie, hey, I'm going to make this for dinner. Do you want some? No, mom, it's not even five o'clock yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, yeah. That's, That's valid. Eating. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so, what were we saying? What were we saying? You were. <laughs> I'm lost. You were saying how now is relationship. Oh, yes. Out. And That's you were talking you were about like you yes. have a little bit more time right now with each other. Less time, less time at the beginning Sorry. of the year. And then yeah. it'll start to slow down. Um, but like so yeah. lifestyle wise with like your husband traveling a lot and yeah. you being more free. That's maybe the time of year isn't as free. Right. But like the lifestyle, you have more right. time. A little bit. Yeah. But, you know when, like on the weekends, I try and reserve for Brian when he's home. Right. And sometimes that's the only time that she has available. Right. And then I work, start work at five in the morning. Yeah. And so, and then she goes till sometimes eight at night. So sometimes that's just. Yeah. Were you always like like that with work or school or something? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's personality. Yeah. 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 I'm like that too. Unfortunately, I always like, Every job, well, I've only had three. The other two jobs. That's a good record, actually. Um, only three jobs. Is I want to just go in, low level, eight to five, done. Don't take the work home with me, da, da, da. And it never ends up that way. So yeah. It's a good goal, though. It's a good goal. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> other than tax season. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you guys have any, like, fun stories about each other? I just have one last question after this. So. Fun stories. Like a favorite memory? Maria's got to, like, you have to have fun memories of Maria. Oh, we have a lot of fun memories. Yeah. yeah we, we probably were... can't say some of them. <laughs> San Diego, Brian Governo. That's all I want to hear now. And Hugo. Oh. <laughs> Okay, to clarify, because that's going to sound really weird. She had a crush on my high school close friend. As you do, because you've been around all the time. You can't not. No, and so Brian and I were somewhere, and we were in San Diego. Where were we in San Diego? I don't know. We were doing, we went there for some reason. And uh, so she's on the phone. That was her time to shine. 
She was on the phone talking to my friend. Hugo. I was always a, with them. Third wheel. Like, I was the third yeah. wheel almost always. She was the third wheel, but we were a trio. So yeah. you wanted to inch your way in. And so, <laughs> no, so whatever we were doing. And then, so she was on the phone talking to Hugo on the phone. Well, back then, you had to pay really yes. a lot of money for <laughs> yes. phone calls. So sometime later on, for Brian minutes, gets yeah. the bill, and it's like, I don't know, three hundred dollars or something like that. Oh, geez. So that's always been the joke. What was another joke? That was worth it. Oh, the flirt, though. Um. So she, so she loved Donny Osmond. Okay. And her favorite song from Donny Osmond was. They called it Puppy Love. But she didn't sing it like that. She thought it said. They called it Puppy Lar. Yeah. Puppy Lar. Puppy Lar. Oh, because he kind of says it like that. Sounds like Puppy Love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I got that from. um, I lived in Mexico for summer. Okay. When I was. You did? Yeah, going from. I didn't know that. Going from Blythe to San Diego. So I was like, I was like nine Mm -hmm. at the time. And we moved to. La Presa, Mexico, like uh, outside of TJ for yeah. a summer. And we lived in this little trailer park. And like my whole entire family was in a trailer, seven of us. Oh, geez. It was insane. Oh, Eddie was in college. but okay. So there were six of us. Yeah, that's still a in lot. This big tra- in this trailer, right? And, um, and there were, in this trailer park, there was this guy and this girl. And the guy was older and he had a sister and... He wanted to learn English so much. So there would be songs on the radio and he would sing them and he would <laughs> sing like that. Oh, so that. he would sing Popular. And I was like, I thought it was Popular because oh, he was saying he didn't say the words right because right. he was, you know, yeah. that's how he heard it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, knowing, knowing another language. Yeah. So that's, funny. that's really Silly funny. things like yeah. that. Yeah. That is very funny. One of the things I remember. That I I loved this is we used to go to her parents' condo in India, mm-hmm. and, oh. and so we'd drive on summer days in mm-hmm. her MG with the top down, mm-hmm. right? oh. and we would go on summer day. We were just the coolest when mm-hmm. we were doing this, honestly. And we listened to Madonna. Mm-hmm. Oh. We'd, we'd have the Madonna CD on, like, and Olivia Newton-John. Yes, the physical. Oh, oh the, yeah. You guys that, are living your best life. Yeah, it yes. was great. It was great. I mean, we were so free and we yeah, got to just hang out days. there and drink lots of alcohol <laughs> and we just had a blast. Huh? Yeah. yeah. We, we went to it was fun. Uh, see Fast Times at Bridgemont High at the Indio Drive In. Drive In Theater. And look at we've oh come full circle. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> drive In. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, it's good to know that you guys have. All the experiences that, like, us 20-somethings have now. Mm-hmm. And you guys are still friends. And doesn't mean you haven't gone through ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But some of the things actually are really hard. The things you've mm-hmm. gone through in your life, it's mm-hmm. really hard. So mm-hmm. it's just such a good thing to hear, mm-hmm. especially when you're young. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, like, 30, like, even that would be a good mm-hmm. story for that age group or for just— Someone in your same age group going through everything. Like, yeah. I just feel like that's a really helpful story. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you guys are both so fun and lively. So yeah, that's you're just fun to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm just, feeling it. I just think that all relationships take some uh, amount of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, any relationship that you have, it takes, it takes work. And so, totally. you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be work like a chore work. Yeah. But I mean, I think it takes... 
Yeah, it's the, like the nurturing Time and, and the, the right being, yeah. uh, you know, willing to invest and stuff like yeah. that. Totally. But the the I I hope I'm not presumptuous in saying this, but the one thing that I think that God has fashioned for both of us. Okay, so the last question to round everything out is: <laughs> What is one thing that you love about the person sitting next to you? Oh. You can go first. <laughs> I'm sure she's been talking a minute ago. She's been talking yeah. a minute ago, and now she's like, "I'm shy." Yeah, right. Um, one thing. Okay. Well, there are a lot of things. Yeah, she's like, I gotta think of one. <laughs> no, there are a lot of things that I love about Maria. I think I just really, I love Maria's. I want to say devotion mm. to people to I just think when she's you know when she loves somebody she's very devoted to them mm. and that's honestly I would have to say that's what I really I love about her you know yeah I mean I love lots of things about her I think she's the hardest working person that I know honestly she's really incredibly hard working and I admire that so much yeah, I really do. Bad boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pro and a con. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. That's a good one. It's hard to say just one thing. <laughs> no, seriously. But I would have to say it's Giselle's heart because it's a part of who she is and everything. As a mom, mm. she always amazes me as a mom. I didn't always understand it when her kids were growing up. Now I do. Um, so it's just her heart. She gives gives to people who she treasures, and she gives all of herself. So mm. her kids, me, my family, my kids, um, all of her friends. She's got a million, thousand, trillion. Um, <laughs> she is a very social girl. She is. Yeah. I know. She thinks it's me, but it's really not. No, it's her. She does it on her own. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she thinks, yeah, she does way more stuff than I ever do. But she thinks that I do more stuff, yeah. but I don't. I'm really a boring old lady. Um, but that's what I love about her is her heart. Because she, yeah. she, she's genuine. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You both are so great. I love this episode. Thank, Thank you for you. sharing. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, thank you for having me.